Everybody loves everybody loves everybody loves to booty loves to booty loves to booty Damn 17 after 11 I'm super excited we have a brand new feature we're going to do it every single what's today Thursday yes we're talking about sex Hey girl I'm super excited and we're not doing it because we with don't know Justin enough. around it, <laughs> it could go haywire So instead we've uh, roped in Dr. Alna McIntosh Who's a clinical... What, what are well, you? I'm a clinical sexologist, yes. Uh-huh. But I prefer to be called a sexual health practitioner. Uh, w- what does okay. that mean? Let's start with that. Because usually if you just say sexologist, people just have these images of almost, I think, a sex surrogate or a sex something. But but I work in, in sexual health mm-hmm. because we always seem to look at sexual diseases. Yeah. Mm. And let's rather look at positive because sex, believe it or not, are good. Yes. And it's know. actually good for us. And you know, so, so we often tend to go for the diseases mm-hmm. and like, because... I will tell you just now how many nerve ends your clitoris has got. You can tell us right now. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Why not? You can tell us right now. 8,000 nerve ends. It's like an Eskom light tower. And it has one function. Yeah. Clitoris has only got one function, and that's pleasure. Wow. Mm. Justin, you've learned something new today. There you go. Okay, so we're going to do this every single Thursday. And every Thursday, we, we're basically educating ourselves and empowering ourselves. And we've just come over uh, the December period. And we see a lot of people who are kind of careless with regards to their sexual health and who make decisions that they later regret. What have been, I mean, you come across a lot of different patients. What mm-hmm. has been some of the scary stuff that you've come across um, in January, just after the December period? So let's actually just look what happens in over December. So yeah. people go away. They they visit different places. So most people have worked really hard, studied really hard, and now it's freedom. Mm-hmm. So in the sun and the beach or wherever you are, minimal amounts of clothing. Everybody's looking great. Alcohol's flowing. Mm-hmm. And then we change into different People are dancing on the tables and, and our inhibitions go. We're away from... Uh, so, so a lot of people hook up. Yeah. Uh, and some people hook up with more than others. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes when I see patients, my first question usually would be, did you have sex with men or women or both? Mm-hmm. And that answer could also vary. Yeah. So, and, and then sometimes people had sex with more than one person. Mm-hmm. And so now, um, has anybody seen Bridget Jones's baby? So as in Bridget Jones' baby, <laughs> she didn't quite know who's who because mm. she had sex with two different people. So a uh, case of ladies not knowing. So now it's like, who's the daddy? Who's the daddy? Yeah. And they usually expect me to give that answer. Mm-hmm. And uh, in an early pregnancy, well, go watch the movie as yeah. well because the guy is like really confused as Bridget Jones. So, um, so yeah, I often sit with that sort of questions. And then people pick up STDs, so unwanted pregnancies, sexually transmitted infections. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there's a condition that I call afraids. You Which are is? now afraid of AIDS. Yes. So you get afraids. <laughs> and afraids have a lot of symptoms. Anything from my stool floats mm-hmm. to people who come up. With, I'm like Google doctors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people come up with strange diagnoses of themselves. Yes. Google, bless Google. Okay, okay, and then here comes January, and uh, I mean, I remember in varsity, it's a very exciting time. You're starting a new chapter of your life, mm-hmm. but also you're not, you don't. It doesn't quite click that you're entering a different sphere. You're entering a different world 
where you could possibly make decisions that could change your life forever. So we'll look at what things to look out for when you're a first year in varsity. Um, you know, how to interact with your peers, what to do, what not to do, what to watch out for and what not to watch out for. Or you should probably watch out for everything. Yeah. Dr. Alda McIntosh hanging out with us. Uh, we're going to do this every single Thursday. If you've got any uh, sexual health questions, do give us a call 089-110505. Or are you starting out varsity? You've got a little bit of a conundrum. She's here to answer all your questions. It's Velocadro bubbling on 5FM. 28 minutes after 11 o'clock, we hang out with Dr. Alna. I'm excited because we're going to do this every single Thursday. Cool. So all your sex questions, all your sexual questions, she'll answer you. We're speaking about hookups, but somebody tried to hook up with you, Dr. Alna. So yes, I can I can still fake it till I make it, put it that way. <laughs> so, so it's actually a sweet story. So I go to, is it number one, Fox? Yeah, the You hang out. Yeah, I go there. My friends go, we go and listen to 80s music yeah. over December. And so I'm quite excited because, believe it or not, I know every single lyric. I'm singing along like anything. Yes. And I'm throwing my hair to the back and swinging and just doing. So clearly this man was looking at me from the back. Uh-huh. So the next minute I have this young, gorgeous man in my ear going, <laughs> <laughs> we should speak. <laughs> As I turn to him and I go, what? And he looks at me and he goes, what? <laughs> and he said, yeah, Justin, you can laugh. You know, but it, it, I mean, it's, it's an ego boost. Yeah. As well, I think. And so he says to me, I thought you were 16. And I said, no, my baby, no. And then he just disappeared. So maybe somebody also had a similar, maybe that man is out there. Yes. <laughs> or when all, just random hookups. And you can imagine when alcohol is involved, People do things that they otherwise wouldn't do with people mm-hmm. that they wouldn't even look at. What is it about alcohol that makes people... So it just deadens our senses. It brings out the fun in us. Um, we might be more... Uh, you know, you might not usually dance on tables, but yeah. now it's a whole different thing. You might not usually take your clothes off, but mm-hmm. the exhibitionist in you comes out. and Or people dare you and you do things. So yes, alcohol or drugs for that matter... Uh-huh. Um, though drugs often can be a downer, mm-hmm. not an upper. Well, yeah. alcohol initially is an upper, but boy, does it down that erection. And gone. <laughs> I was getting there. So you, you see this girl, you think she's hot because you're a little intoxicated. Eventually you get with her, you're in the room, but you can't do anything yeah. about it because it won't work. And that is why it's called the one-night stand. Because it actually... But if it doesn't yeah. stand... Yeah. Yeah. For one night. Like, what yeah. causes that? So what about alcohol causes a man not to be able to perform? So it's a lot to do with blood flow to the genitals as well. And, and erections uh, or, or stimulation always starts in the brain. Yeah. So sometimes if you're that intoxicated, you, you sort of always have to remember, well, where am I now again? <laughs> like, oh, yes, yes, I'm with this <laughs> yes. girl who I'm trying to impress. But panic can also do that. Mm-hmm. I call it panic penis. Where, um, <laughs> yeah, I have wonderful names for things. Um, but to understand, if your body's, if you're in flight and fright, the blood circulates to the the main organs, yeah. your heart, your lungs, and you're panicking. It's not going to go to the erection. Mm-hmm. And we really need a lot of blood in that erection to, to actually happen. Okay, let's take it back to the first years who are going to varsity for the first time in a couple of days. Mm-hmm. What are the things to look out for? I mean, I lived at Res. You're free for the very first time. Your parents aren't there to tell you it's time to go to bed. You can hang out with the boys until the sun comes out. Um, what are the things not to do as a young man, as a young lady entering that new environment? Did you share a room? Were you in a... I was a single, single room res. Okay, so for the first time, you really have freedom. Yes. Because at home, did you share a bedroom with one of your siblings? Mm, 
No, I didn't. Okay, you didn't, but a lot of people, yeah. Yeah, uh, for the do. first time, this is there's nobody to check me. Because mm-hmm. if you're in, because in first year, we often have uh, people still sharing rooms. So if you have a roommate, that person, you almost have to be responsible there and say, I'm going or I'll be back. Yeah. But if you're by yourself for the first time, suddenly nobody checks on you. If you go to class or not, nobody actually cares. Mm-hmm. Uh, though your parents will because you're not passing. But, um, and especially if you think of that first year now, it's, uh, is it still called Yule? Rag. Yeah. Yes, it's rag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's rag week. You, you literally go in and the next week you start making little flowers bolikis. and bolikis and things. And you, so, and you think, this is cool. Yeah. Um, so you hang out there and it's late night and out and you can really, and you can see who are the strong guys because mm-hmm. they're lifting We even have socials. So mm. they yes. encourage us to meet, you know, the guys from the different races and all the girls are sussing out the guys. It's almost like we're kind of forced to... Yeah. To get it up to do is stuff. a big, big brother house. Yeah. If you really think yes. of big brother house. That's exactly what With it is. a lot of alcohol thrown in and a lot of people in each other's spaces. Mm-hmm. So, and if you've never tried alcohol, sure, this is not the time to really try it out mm-hmm. either. Start slow. Uh, there's a question that's come through. Speaking of varsity, someone says, I'm starting varsity. I'm 21 years old, turning 22, and I'm still a virgin. What I want to know is when is the right time to start birth control? When you start having sex or before you start having sex? Before you start having sex, because usually by the time you start having sex, and I want to talk about sperm one of these days, okay, because in young sperm live forever. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, that doesn't just live for one or two days, it lives forever. Because if you look, a good example are the Rolling Stones, Mick Jagger at 72. Some of you don't know who Mick Jagger is, so <laughs> Justin, you'll fill them in <laughs> with the Rolling Stones. Are. But at 72, this man is just, they have just had another baby. So sure. the ideal is be prepared. You know, uh, be on a conscious, go and see somebody. If you're on a campus, there's always a campus yes. house. UJ has seven. I'm just talking about UJ because it's right yeah. here next door to us. It has seven campuses and it has campus house in different places. If you're going to Cape Town, UCT has, Stellenbosch has most places. And if it's not, find out where your friendly nurse is at any family planning service. And also condomize. And I think it's frowned upon when women walk around with condoms. And we're now in 2017 and women are empowered and you're allowed to decide what it is in your life that you want and mm. don't want. Okay, so we'll speak more to Dr. Alnett. And questions. I want to speak about dual. Dual. So that's just, we call it not just contraceptive, the second two. We're going to talk about So what, condom and contraceptive? Always condom. Condom number one. Yes. Okay, so more on that on the way. We're hanging out uh, with Dr. Elna McIntosh. She's a clinical sexologist answering all your sex-related questions or your uh, sexual health-related questions as well. And today we're speaking about varsity, starting out in school and the things to look out for, what to do, what not to do. Because these are things that people don't talk about. You know, they say, oh, go to school. Make sure you go to classes. Make sure that you pass. You know, know who your lecturer are, but never ever is sex something that people bring up, and no. for a lot of people, it's it makes or breaks them, or breaks and, them. And also the message when you're in school, when you're in grade one and grade two, you are just taught about blood. Mm-hmm. So they don't say HIV; they just say blood. Yes. If you bleed, come to the office and put a plaster on. It's almost an indirect message that mm. you are giving. And then in middle school, we start talking about abstinence, be faithful, mm, condomize. Yeah. And then, so that's sort of the message. You have a bit of life skills, but we all, we keep on going back to be faithful, wait till you're married. And suddenly it's varsity. 
And a lot of universities, I talk to the first years and I'm like, yay, so you're going to have sex now. So let's talk about safe. Yeah. So it's a very mixed message in 12 years of like blood. From nothing. Nothing. And now, yay, but just get some condoms at the, yeah. at the nurse on the campus. Sure. So it is important to now already think about, am I prepared, one, to have a baby? Or am I ready for an STI? Uh, what about an abortion? Because those are all consequences of having unprotected sex. And, and these are all things we think of. We think of them and we think, not it won't happen to me. It will yeah. happen to somebody else. But here you are. You're putting yourself out there and you must know that you're actually making yourself, you're putting yourself in a vulnerable position where you could be open to any of those. Okay, we got a question coming through from Anonymous saying, Morning, guys. I have to confess, I had a boys' night out in December and we ended up having a threesome. Uh, he says, I regret it. I regret every moment of it. I feel very dirty. I want to talk to, uh, I went to the doctor though. Alcohol and sex is not good for anybody. Mm. Okay, so that's often what I see. Mm-hmm. That's why I call this the regret month. I listen to regretful stories. So, uh, as a male, remember that you actually only have one, uh, you have one penis. Yeah. <laughs> and let's just call it what it is. And now you're in this, so there were three of them, a threesome. Mm-hmm. So, um, the poor woman, one must have ended up with a foot. Or like, <laughs> a toe I'm or like something. nibbling your ear while the other, you know. Uh, and unless, uh, so we're not sure what happened. Mm-hmm. But, and clearly, this man now looks back at himself and thinks, you know what, I wasn't brought up this way. And actually, it actually wasn't good. When I woke up the next day, I had a hangover. But whatever. what is it about that? I mean, some men think of threesomes and it's a fantasy. It's what they want to do. Why then do some people, you know, wake up feeling Let me dirty? tell you, it is the number one fantasy for heterosexual men yeah. is to have more than one partner. Now, if we had to take it in the reverse, mm-hmm. I want to ask that same man, do you want to, your wife or your partner or your girlfriend, can we bring a few boys yeah. into let's the bedroom? Let's bring some no. men. And so hell let's no. ask Justin, because let's put you on the spot. No, so hell no. No way. I mean, if, it, if there's more girls, then the guy's always keen. No, but, but, like, but uh, no, it's unfair. Because no, I agree. In I the agree. same way you want a woman, I want a man. No, absolutely. I agree 100% with you. So and that's why it we actually just actually makes to one sense each. to have more than one guy. Yes. In comparison to having more than one girl, because there's We have far more erogenous zones than exactly. men. Exactly. But no? wouldn't you say, Dr. Elner, that um, girls are more open to the idea of having another female on board Rather than guys having another guy, because I, I, most guys that you speak to, they'll be like, "Hell no!" The minute you throw another guy into the equation, they're out yeah. of there. They're not. They're not keen at all. Um, but it seems like more heterosexual females are more open to the idea of having another female in the equation. And the question is, is she more open? Is she, isn't she just subservient, or you know what? This is going to make him happy, mm-hmm. so we're going to do this for him. So, so there's a lot of questions, and it's like anything we're saying before you go uh, have sex, do um, do all your checks or, or use condoms before you have a threesome. Think about it, mm-hmm. because think of the consequences. Because suddenly, this person is in shock because he's thinking, I didn't just, I was just with one person. Mm-hmm. I was now with two. two. Now the afraid has got to multiply with two. Yes. So panic sets in as well. And you know what? Most of us come from some religious, spiritual background as well. And maybe all of that guilt now filters through So as your well. morals sort of come through and say, what were you actually doing on this very day? Okay. So, so don't be so hard on yourself. Uh, forgiveness is, is also sometimes okay. If you've been to the doctor and you've checked yourself out, great. And then move on. Don't don't now. I know some people decide that I'm actually never having sex again because I feel so bad about no. this one sexual encounter. 
So, you know what, if you can't get over it, maybe do seek professional yeah. help. Because I don't think this is a long-term therapy, but maybe something happened, something triggered, and you feel dirty, or I don't know what it reminds yeah. you of. Okay, we're talking uh, sexual health with Dr. Alna McIntosh. You've got any questions for her? Perhaps first-year varsity student, you're excited, you're nervous, things to look out for. Any questions you have for her? 089-11-0505. Still hang out with uh, Dr. Alna McIntosh. We're going to do it every single Thursday. Speaking uh, your sexual health. Um, and we're speaking varsity specifically today. Uh, starting out in varsity, what to do, what not to do. Someone says, I regret not having a lesbian hookup in varsity. Uh, it's cliche, but I had a steady boyfriend throughout college, made it impossible to do any kind of experimenting in any way. How important is it to kind of find your sexuality and who you are in you know, a sexual way when you're in varsity? Let's call it safe, safe, safe. Sane and consensual. Mm-hmm. So always be safe, even if it's with, an, with another woman. And um, just don't like string each other up. Or that's why we talk about sane as well, because people can do crazy stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, and bring in small little animals or other things, or goodness knows <laughs> what people, whatever the <laughs> fantasies are. So always be sane about that. And it's, is it consensual? Because you don't want somebody to go and lay a sexual harassment mm. charge. And that's another thing that happens at universities is people sleep for better results. And so most universities have got very strict rules nowadays of no hookups between students and lecturers. Yes. And, and so these things also do happen. But consensual. It always has to be consensual sex. Okay, we do have someone on the line with a question. Devin, good morning. How's it going? Good, good. What's your question for Dr. Alna? Great, thanks. Uh, well, first of all, not a question, but I do just want to say, guys, this is super, super, super important topic, and I'm glad that you folks are putting it out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a job that has to be done, you know, especially by the cool kids on the block. Yeah. And I think that's uh, 5FM, so nobody better to do that with. Oh, thank you. Thank um, you so much for the call. Yeah, no, really. Um, and also, I just wanted to say, you know, I'm like the parent of my group, so I deal with a lot of uh, friend issues. Mm-hmm. And one thing I've definitely learned is sexual regret is a real thing. Yeah. So, like, don't, I mean, well, if I can give advice, like, don't just do it to do it. You know, okay, it's cool and everybody wants to, but really set a standard for yourself and don't, don't go below it because you're going to be more traumatized at the end of the day mm-hmm. than anything. And you're going to be questioning yourself. And I mean, like that Oku was speaking about earlier, I mean, going into a threesome, that's, that's the sort of thing that you're going to be dealing with. You're going to be questioning yourself all the time. And it's just going to have such a mark on your sexual life. Mm-hmm. And, and not in a good way, unfortunately. Okay, thank you so much for that very important call. And that is very important because you're meeting friends and obviously with different backgrounds. Yeah. You don't know, you know where they come from, what their thoughts on sex are, um, but you're coming into a new space where people are trying to influence the way that you think. How important is it, uh, is it to kind of, you know, keep to whatever standard you had? I mean, I remember when I was in the high school, there was a girl in grade 10 who said, oh, you won't believe what my boyfriend got me for my birthday. So I'm like, what? And she said six. And I mean, I'm 16. So I was horrified, yeah, uh, you know, at the time. But for her, I imagine when she got to varsity, she had already started having sex mm-hmm. at 16, meaning by the time she was in varsity, she was far more advanced than I was. But how, how careful must youngsters be to try playing catch up? Remember, we live in a country where the age of consent is 12. Mm-hmm. So we do know young people are sexual and start being sexual at a much uh, younger age. I just want to go back to our caller. Yeah. 
so two men uh, um, actually talk about regret. We think that men have no true. regret. Yeah. We think so like, thank hey. you. Yeah. No, you know what? Men's hearts break as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We never want to admit it. We think all men are so, and we so quickly to lump all men in it's one true. basket. Men are just human. All my lovers have been men. I have to just put it out there. <laughs> <laughs> I love men. No, you know, um, with my own son, uh, it's probably not easy to be the, the son of a sexologist. No. But uh, you're just the mother and, and he's the son. And it's painful to see if, if, your, own, if your child has a breakup with somebody and, um, or if your brother, for instance, mm-hmm. has a breakup and his heart is sore. And how do you console them? Mm-hmm. Because guys usually will just go, oh, forget about her. Let's go and watch soccer. Let's get drunk. Whereas women will talk to her hairdresser. Yeah. So, so often we get therapy in a way, for, not really therapy, but we just talk about things. And also men mock. So, for example, if a guy comes to you and says, I had a threesome last mm-hmm. night and I regret it, I feel so bad. Guys like, are what's more wrong with you? Uh, they, don't, yeah. they don't console they, you. Exactly. They, yeah. They're more likely to react and say, oh, what the hell's wrong with you? I'd love to do that. So Phone it, me next time. And <laughs> yeah, I'll be there. And even just as a young man in varsity, probably, and we don't think about it, we just think it must be so difficult for the girls but for the young boys who feel like what am I doing wrong if I'm not having sex um, we got a whatsapp that came through it says and I guess somebody going into varsity as well says I'm 22 years old I'm a male and I've been masturbating since I was in grade 7 I have a fear of having sex what will happen to me if I continue to play with myself Nothing like self-love, mm-hmm. you know, but if you're starting to do it in open spaces and, and you actually are losing sleep over this and jobs, whatever, and uh, bleed to the, uh, masturbate to the point of bleeding and skin disorders, no. So masturbation is a safe, is a safe form of sex, loving yourself. So, um, but then how does he get over this fear of, of having, having sex? sex? Well... We're not sure why there's this, this fear. So mm. to also look at fear. Mm. Is it fear of pregnancy? Is it fear of commitment? Fear of intimacy? And maybe write me an email. Okay. So get to, <laughs> so get we're going to put out some emails. I'm going to give out my um, Let's emails. do that right now, actually. How do people get a, a hold of you on social media as well? So social media is at Dr. Elna. Maybe you don't want to put it out there on Twitter. But my email, and it's my email, comes to me personally as Disa. So it's D for Delta, I for India, S for sugar, A for apple. Disa is actually a flower. Mm-hmm. Disa at icon.co.za. Disa of- at icon.co.za. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we- answer all my emails, I promise. 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. weekdays. Everybody loves everybody loves everybody loves to booty loves to booty loves to booty Damn